Shalom uvracha. How are you doing? Happy to have this wonderful, wonderful blessing of the Creator that gave us all this uh, wonderful modern equipment that we're using to distribute the light of, of His wisdom, of His will on social media to thousands and soon hundreds of thousands and then millions and billions of people to enjoy the light. Think about this great opportunity. A person can have some thoughts in his house and immediately he can share it, he can send it, he can, can write a text to a friend in a different country. Those are all wonders and miracles of Hashem. Those are not things inside nature. It's true that it looks like it's a creation of people, that people made the iPhones and people made the, the, the computers and internet, but even if you're going to ask the programmers, the real genius big ones, they're going to tell you that there is some kind of spirit behind the screen, the ghost behind the screen. Someone is um, pushing and, and moving the, the wheels and the engines of all this machine. And it's a known saying of the Lubavitcher Rebbe that he said that the Mashiach will reveal himself through the internet. Because through the internet you realize simply, easily, that you have such great access to millions of people, like on the spot, you just post your post and it's out there in the world and people can enjoy and, and fish your content and enjoy your wisdom and, and, and the knowledge that you purchased and, and earned in, in your life and your, your wisdom and your conclusions and, and the light that, that you're shining. People can enjoy it in different countries, in different states, and different, different wings of the universe. This is why we should be very, very grateful and I'm very, very thankful to Hashem that He is allowing me and my friends to distribute the light of, 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 his, of his existence, of His wisdom to the world. Now, I wanted to speak a little bit today about responsibility. Every person has his own responsibility to his actions, to his work, to his behavior, to his attributes. When you speak, not only physically people hears you and will, uh, God forbid, be insult or hurt from your negative words and um, to the opposite direction, of course, if you'll watch your mouth and be nice and, and pleasant and polite and, and wise, people will enjoy your wisdom like we just said. But not only physically you are affecting, also spiritually, because the, the words, for an example, the words are expressing the intention of your heart. They're not only the sound that is being heard by the ear of the listener, it's also affecting the heart of the listener. So if now you're going to say to a person, um, I, I love you, if you mean those words, you're going to tell him, I love you. He will hear those wonderful words and it will warm his heart. It will give him a great feeling. But if you're going to tell him, I love you, you're going to ask it as a question, like, do you think that I love you? You're going to insult that person with the same exact words. He will hear the intention of your heart that is denying the way your words are written in the way that your heart aims 
the words to be sound, they will be heard in the ears of the listeners. So the words are physical, the physical sound is physical, but as well in the same time they are spiritual. And that depends on the intention of your heart. And not only words are holding those two aspects of physical and spiritual, everything in our life is physical and spiritual as well. Your words and your thoughts and your actions and your art and your writing and your walk and your dress dressing code and the things that you choose everything that you do on earth is built and composed from physical structure and a spiritual soul within now the outcomes and the consequences of your actions are affecting physically if you took that book off the shelf so now that book will not be on the shelf as well it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing it can be a good thing if you're going to take that book and going to give it as a gift to someone else or you're going to learn something wise from that book or you're going to um, open that book and read it to others and make people happy or educated and it can be a felony, it can be a crime, it can be a, a, a horrible thing that you did by removing that book from the shelf. You can, God forbid, a person can steal a book from a shelf, a person can hide a book from someone that that person will not be able to read that book or whatever. You can, God forbid, a person can have an evil intention in the same act. So this is the physical thing that will happen by taking the book. It can cause a physical rea reaction to the good or to the bad, of course depends on your intention, but in the same time there is also a spiritual effect to every simple thing that you do, like removing the book from the bookcase, from the shelf. For an example, if you're gonna try to break if you want to understand the spiritual effect means the spiritual meaning of that act and by that the outcome the result the spiritual result of that act you should break that action to pieces break it down to a wider and more detailed explanation of what actually you did and if you're going to do that in that time you will understand what actually you did spiritually. So if you removed a book, for an example, if you removed a book from the shelf. Now, if let's say that book is a good book and you had a bad intention, you decided to hide that book from the next reader. You didn't want him to read that book, but that book is a good book and you were just acting evil. I'm bringing now a very simple example, but it can get much more complex. But if you're going to break it down in that method, you will understand the real spiritual outcome of your actions in a more complex situation as well. But let's continue with this simple example. If you took now out from the shelf a good, nice book with an evil intention of hiding it from the next reader, someone that didn't, that you didn't wanted him to enjoy that book, by doing that, 
you are affecting that person spiritually, how you're affecting him spiritually, ask yourself, what was the, um, the, the, the content of that book? Let's say that that book is a book of faith. Let's say that that book is a positive book that is um, teaching and explaining methods and ways of how to connect yourself to God. Okay, simple book of faith. And now you took it off the shelf. What was the shelf use? What was the purpose of that shelf to offer that book among other books that are on it to readers, to potential readers or to that person who owns that shelf? Okay, so that was an opportunity. The shelf was the opportunity to offer the goodness that the book itself contains right and you removed it so now break it down you cancelled you removed the option of a potential reader now we should ask ourselves who he is it's an innocent person it's a nice person it's a good person it's a wise person it's an educated person define the person break down his name his, um, who he is for you, what he represents for you. Break it down to simple words and then understand what you did. You took away the opportunity from him to enjoy that content. Now, the spiritual outcome of your physical action with your, phys with your spiritual intention was that you did exactly what that we just defined that you did just in a much wider range you took away the opportunity from good and kind and educated people to enjoy content that is offered to them and that content is a good content that will allow them, that could have allowed them to access faith, to learn about the Creator, to develop and to learn and to rise and to shine and to be happy. And you did that. And it means that you did that thing to the world. When you took that book off the shelf, you brought a certain kind of darkness to the world and you blocked that light from the world in a wider range spiritually means that thousands of books now as an outcome will disappear from different bookshelves in 1000 or 2000 depends who you are what was the power and the effect of the actions that you did who was using you if it was the evil inclination or if it was the light of your soul or righteous people from above, from heaven. And the outcome of your action spiritually affects in the same way, same answering to the same explanation, that breakdown of, of, the, of what you did, of, of your act, just in a wider and spiritual way on the whole wide world. So for an example, another example, like that it's written that Adam called names to the animals when he came down to heaven, to the Garden of Eden. So the Creator told him 
to call names to the animals. That was one of his jobs. And he called the, the lion Aryeh, and he called the tiger Namer, and he called the elephant Peel. He named the animals in, in, the, in, the, in the divine spirit that was shining upon him in those days, in the holy language of Hebrew. He called the animals in their names. And by that, he set their nature. The good nature of the first man in the Garden of Eden made all the animals in the Garden of Eden nice and kind and friendly and cooperative. And they were not hurting and harming each other. They were not hunting and praying each other. They were just nice and friendly and, and everything was going in great harmony, smooth and, and, and flowing. But when people, the children of Adam and Eve, started to sin and been exiled from the Garden of Eden, means from that high and elevated, deep and holy understanding of the goodness of the Creator, and they fell to crimes and to sins and to violations, the nature of the animals started to fall down and to be destroyed by the evil actions of people. When people are hurting each other and they're acting in a certain way, so then lions become angry. If they become stubborn and they're fighting with each other, each other so the bulls and the cows and the cows are starting to be stubborn to each other, the donkeys and all the stubborn animals become to show the human stubbornness. The nature of human affects the world. This is why we saw with Noah's Ark that the animals came to the Ark in pairs. When, when anim, why animal came in pairs? Why animal, when, how can we see animals going in pairs? Only very unique and special animals are still living their life in pairs. Most of the animals, they don't have couples relationship. They don't have a soulmate, a one individual spouse that they will live their life with. No, they're multiply. They have their physical needs and a male choose a female or a female choose a male and, and they mate. But in the days of Noah and the ark, the animals came in pairs. Why? Because Noah was pulling the holy animals that were the chosen ones, the ones who had the good nature, like that Noah had that good nature and that, why, that is why he was the chosen one to choose those animals and to save them and to be the one to to bring life to 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 the to the future world to the world that 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 continued after the flood so we see that the nature of the animals is being set by people and this is why in the days of redemption the animals will come back to their true nature not because animal will change because human beings will change because you will change because i will change because we will change we will change our nature to be better people today the reason why you have mosquitoes that are biting and why you have cockroaches that are scaring you in the house and that mice are terrifying you and that that birds are of prey you're scared of them and animals can be dangerous and dogs can bark and scare you in the middle of the night. 
this is the outcome of our attributes of our manners this is why when you're angry on a person you look at him and you say oh that's a dog he's acting like a dog or whatever when you say those words you're sending that energy of that person to the dogs you can look at people you have people that looks like different animals you have people that when you look at him you say to yourself and it's not god forbid a bad thing that you want to say you have very noble people that looks like certain animals you have a person that reminds you of a bird of a rhino of of an elephant of a lion you look at him and you say wow that man is a lion you look at that person and say he walks like a peacock you look at that person and say He's like a black raven and that whoa that woman she's like a cat and that person he is a shark you're gonna use those words and those people are the branches to pass the energy of their being to that section of the world that person represents and also is channeling the light of the emotions and the feelings and the nature to the sharks, to the lions, to the rhinos, to the dogs, to the cats, to, to the caterpillars, to the butterflies, because we are the highest creation of the universe. We are the thickest trunk of the tree, and we are sending the energy to the thinner branches. And those thinner branches are the outcomes of our actions of our behavior of our way of of uh, of 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 the way that we're choosing our words and the way that we are intending with our thoughts and with our hearts and for that we need to take big responsibility and to do the best that we can in every act in every thought in every word that we say to aim to good directions also plants you have poison plants and you have sweet plants you have vegetables and you have fruits and in the same time you have fruits and vegetables that are poison you have grass that are poison you have many many different kinds of 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 dangerous and 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 poisonous um cr crops that that are that can be even lethal that can make people hallucinate and, and, and lose their mind, but become dangerous drugs and, and stuff like that. All of that are the side effects and the results of our behavior. When we will correct ourselves, and every person should start for sure from himself to correct ourselves, by that we will correct our own circle, and our circle is touching the next close circle to ours and it will affect this positive energy on that circle as well and when that circle will touch the next it will affect him in the same positive way and the circles are growing and growing and expanding and expanding and we're washing the world with a great content through the social media and blessing the world with the wisdom that the creator um, shared with us and treasured in our hearts and you should believe in yourself that you have a great potential and huge effect on the world. So be positive, think positive, talk positive, work positive, be nice, be kind. When you find yourself angry, upset, sad, depressed, lonely, 
cruel, wants to revenge, wants to hurt someone, wants to be violent, whatever, every negative thought that you have in your mind, you should take responsibility and remind yourself, I'm not only to myself, I'm also part of the collective, of the general public of the world. I should be polite because I'm affecting spiritually on the world, not only physically. Even if I'm alone in my room, if I'm sinning, I'm affecting other people that are sitting now alone in their rooms because they are attached to me spiritually through inner channels that are connecting us and bonding us because all this world is one unit. It's a system. It's a puzzle that is a reflection of the godly creation of his shape of his beauty of his glory and we should be super careful respectful and honorable treating each other with dignity with love with appreciation and all the good attributes to be only good and never to be bad to be only nice and never to be cruel or vicious to be kind and generous and never to be cheap or stubborn always to follow the light and never to follow darkness and may all our prayers be answered and all the salvation that we need take place in our days in the life of our loved ones with us holding hands together with love as one amen can you hear okay be well Yeah, so deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.